Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good Saturday morning to you. We're going to help you keep it running thanks to the help we get from ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan is back with us. Morning, Dan. Good Good, to see you. Good good morning. Good to be home. I know you had uh, quite an experience in your little getaway vacation. What an endeavor. What an endeavor. (laughs) You're going to stay home for a while. I'm going to stay home for a while. Yeah, travel. uh, Air travel is is just complicated. Well, especially when there's uh, winter weather. Yeah, nobody can do anything about weather. That's just the way that it goes. And, but boy, oh boy, when you, when you get, when you fall victim to it and you're stuck there and, and. Not for hours, but could be days. days. Yeah, they can't move you. There's just the planes are all full and they, and they can't get caught up. So it's, yeah. it's, it was really difficult. We ended up driving home. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. From Atlanta. Yeah, from Atlanta. We ended up driving home, drove oh. all night. And anyway. <laughs> With no sleep. Well, we had plenty. Luckily, we had plenty. You know, there was four of us. So oh, okay. Drivers, but, switch around. Yeah, but switch I, around. Well, you're back home safely. Back home safely. That's and good. all as well. Well, we welcome your uh, phone calls or text messages, your car care questions. For, uh, for Dan, uh, there are a couple of ways to do it. Just call us. We've cleared the lines if you uh, want to ask your car care question of Dan by phone 651-989-9226. Or send a text like some folks are already doing, 81807, 81807. Now, I was just thinking as you told me you, you drove back, uh, did, you, did you check the oil? Did you do all that before you <laughs> left or you just wanted to leave? <laughs> At that point, I said, "I'll take any car. I don't care what it is." <laughs> and uh, and uh, no, I was I was got in the car. We did check the oil at at our first gas stop. Okay, we, we checked the oil, and and you know, luckily I'm in the business, so I can pretty much eyeball it and and uh, at least on the surface know that it's safe. And and it was, <laughs> and so we uh, yeah we. Uh, did the best we could to make it as safe as we could, and and uh, and the weather improved as you got oh, away from. You know, the weather was actually fine. It okay, was, it was. Uh, you know, by Saturday morning, the the sun was out and the streets were just wet. I mean, they were all. Yeah. They, they had eight inches of snow in Atlanta, which they're not used to, but but uh, they're just so afraid. And for, you know, being from Minnesota, it's like this is great. This there's, is nothing. there's nobody on the road, and they're just <laughs> wet. We can fly, and so we did. Yeah, we we were cruising along. Well, uh, once you got back to Lloyd's, uh, what do, what are you and your guys been working on? What are people besides snow tires? Uh, I assume that's still strong. That is still strong, and you know, heat stuff. Yeah, uh, everybody wants their heaters working now, uh, and still lots of maintenance. You know, there's uh, people just got. We're getting ready for their Thanksgiving tours and and travel, and uh, now there's plenty of Christmas and and New Year's. Uh, you know, travels that go on. So uh, luckily people think ahead and get their cars uh, ready for that. Yeah. And so right. we've, we've been doing an awful lot of that. And for some reason it's been really busy. Like usually this time of year it takes some cold weather to be busy, but uh, 
you know. Maybe not, people are getting more proactive. I think so. Knock on wood. I'm not certainly not going to complain about no. it. No. But it's been very, very busy. So that's that's good news. 651-989-9226 or send a text 81807. Dave is first up here calling from uh, Northfield. Dave, Dan's listening. Hi, Dan. A year ago, I have an old Tahoe that the shop told me the battery was needed to be replacing. It sat for four months last winter outside, and it started up fine this spring. I've been driving it all summer and fall, and the battery's still good, and I'm not having any trouble. I have an old 93 pickup, and they told me this year that the pickup, the battery's bad in that, but it starts up fine, and he said something about it can eventually ruin the alternator. Can you explain that, the, the situation there on the batteries and the alternator? Well, the, uh, certainly they're related. The alternator uh, charges up the battery. If the uh, battery is continually running down, if the battery is not holding a charge like it's supposed to, and if it gets uh, low while the car is sitting, it causes the alternator to overwork. It, the, you know, the alternator has to charge that back up. The real purpose of the alternator is to just kind of maintain the charge on the battery and to replace the uh, the power that you take out by running the car and running the lights and the heater and so forth. So by letting the battery, if you have an, a, an old and, and worn out battery, by letting the battery go down, the alternator is just overworking. And it doesn't mean that the alternator is going to fail. I wouldn't, that's probably a, a bit harsh of a threat, but, but it is hard on the alternator to, to be overcharging like that all the time. The new technology allows us to be really, really good on testing batteries, which is good news for you because you don't want to get stuck somewhere. Yeah. And uh, we, ha- we have uh, equipment that we can hook up to your battery and, and test, and it's very, very accurate. And uh, if, if we see that your uh, battery is losing its ability to stay fully charged, we can tell you about that. And, and quite frankly, it happens after maybe four or five years, uh, batteries start to fail. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my, my recommendation is if your battery is five years old, you're due, especially in this climate and this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dave, there's your uh, info. Thanks for the call. We have, There's a line open if you want to use it for your car care question for Dan. That's how it works. 651-989-9226. Are you putting a lot of batteries uh, this season, too? <laughs> the battery, batteries? Yeah, the battery guy was in yesterday. They would, we have interstate batteries, yes. and the interstate guy was in yesterday and very, very happy with the pile of old batteries we had in the corner. He thought that was terrific. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we do sell a lot of batteries, and... Uh, you know, we, we don't chase them. It's it's not like we're aggressively right. selling batteries because they it in our business that they just take care of themselves. You know, they they if we just if we just do what people are you know are preventative for people yeah. in, a, in a friendly way, <clears throat> you end up selling a lot of batteries. So. I think I may be thinking about that too with <clears throat> a vehicle I'm now driving. Yeah. How old is that? Well, let's see. It's uh, seven years old. Oh, yeah. See, that's Ooh. pushing it. It <laughs> is. I should have checked that for you. I'm yeah. sorry. You, you, were no, just, you were just in for service. So far, so good. Yeah, I but, should have checked uh, that for you. We'll do that next time. You know what happens when you come in? We just we get start chatting. We get to chatting, and then I lose <laughs> track of what I'm doing. And I, and I drive away in somebody else's car. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I worry no, if you're getting good service or not, because no, I'm no, not no. paying attention like I should. No, it's always fun. It's always fun. <laughs> that's why we don't let the customers in the bays with us, because we don't stay focused then. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's a good reason. Yeah. All right, Dan, hang on. We're going to be uh, 
picking up on some text messages and getting back to the phones, too. If you have a car care question, keep in mind Dan's only going to be here till about 745 when Jack Farrell comes in. So uh, call in, text in, and don't wait. If you have a car care question, we welcome yours, again, by phone or by text. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. With Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive. You know, we should ask, uh, I want to ask you, as I usually do at this time, where is Lloyd's, how do we get there, and how do we get in touch with you guys? Well, Lloyd's is at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue, and Grand Avenue is beautifully lit up. I bet it is. uh, With all the Christmas decorations, and and it looks, looks really nice, but... We're right there in the heart of it, or you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call. I think Jim will be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Great place to shop, too. Yeah. yeah, Great place. There's a lot to do while you're getting your car repaired. That's right. Good deal. All right, Dan, let's put you back to work here. Uh, the phones are lit up, and so are the, is the tech screen. So we're going to try to take care of everybody here. Uh, Donald is calling from Farmington first. Go ahead, Donald. Thanks for waiting. Yes, I have an old one Dodge 2500 series pickup with a five-speed transmission in it. It has a hydraulic uh, clutch slave cylinder. And my question is, does the throwout bearing continue to run all the time when the clutch pedal is completely home and when you're driving? No. The, 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 th- the throw-out bearing, uh, when you depress the clutch, the throw-out bearing pushes against the fingers of the pressure plate and releases the clutch, the clutch disc. So, in other words, it separates the, the engine from the transmission. Uh, at that point, your throw-out bearing is spinning. When you release the clutch... And the and the and are driving down the road. The throwout bearing is not spinning any longer. Oh, okay. Does that help you, Donald? Is that at your? Well, I think it does. Yeah, must have. Good. <laughs> must have. Good. Yeah. Leaving a line open at six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Richard is calling from Rush City. Richard, you're on CCO with Dan. Hello, Richard. Hi, Dan. This is Richard Barr from Rush City. Hi. I, I have an 07 GMC pickup truck, which I bought brand new. I've never had any problems with the best truck I ever owned. Uh, recently, well, a while back ago, I went into Walmart and, and, and had tires put on it. And they, I found out that I was missing two hubcaps a couple of days later. Well, lo and behold, I found the hubcaps because I just kind of common. I lived in a dirt road, and when it's really rough, I found the hubcaps, and I brought them back into the gentleman for the Walmart to put them back on. But when where the hubcaps pop on, the bell stand needs to be in a certain spot. And when the hubcaps pop back on, the clips in which hold the hubcap to the rim are hitting a weight. A weight. That they hmm. put on to balance the tire. Yeah. Now he said, "Now these tires. Now these. I've went through. I think nine sets of tires on this vehicle, and now all four of them are. He took all four of them off because he took the back two off and tried to switch that. They just did all kinds of. They had my truck for half a day yesterday. And what what is your question, Richard? How do I get my hubcaps to stay back on this vehicle? Well, there's uh, there's a whole bunch of things that they can do. Uh, 
with on a wheel balancer, at least our wheel balancer, we can set it up <clears throat> so that uh, we would put um, pound on weights on the back side of the tire, and perhaps we would <clears throat> put uh, sticky weights on the inside of the rim so that you don't have any weights on the outside of the tire. That's a possibility. Uh, one pot, another possibility would take would be to take that where that weight is where it's in the way. You could split that and move it out of the way so that it doesn't hit the clip. In other mm. words, you could if it's a one ounce weight, you could put a half ounce on either side of that. That would be another thing that you could do. Or uh, there's a way to set up the machine where we can spin balance the tire and and only put weights on the inside of the tire. Okay. So there's a whole bunch of possibilities, and maybe they don't. Maybe they aren't sophisticated enough or don't have, have the sophisticated enough equipment to handle that. But there's a way to, certainly a way to balance those tires, have any weights on the outside of the tire. So take it back. Yeah, take it back. Or if they can't help you. Find uh, another shop. Find another shop. And it won't cost, even won't even cost you very much to have somebody else, you know, straighten it out for okay. you. Okay, so if, it's doable. If they're not able to help you. It is doable. Yep. I tell you what, we have to take our usual break. Folks on the line, texters, we're going to clean up all your questions, so don't go away. 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text if that's easier, 81807, here on CCO's Car Care Show. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your questions as he's done for 20-plus years. Uh, all right, Dan, let's uh, get back to the phone. So we'll pick up on some text messages. Uh, we don't want to leave those folks hanging. Jeff in Deep Haven. Jeff, you're on with Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Denny. Morning. First of all, your show is such a great thing to get Saturday morning going. I really appreciate it. No, I didn't pay you for this now, right? No, you oh. did not. <laughs> okay. Here's my question, Dan. I have a 1998 Acura CL 3.0. I love this car. I have 290,000 miles on it. I'm going wow. to get 300,000. And the uh, left driver's window, power window, decided it wasn't going to go up last week driving home from downtown Minneapolis. So I now have plexiglass jammed in there. And I'm just wondering, it's not the fuse, so I'm wondering if it might be a switch. And is it something I might be able to repair? I'm, I'm kind of handy, but... Um, do you yeah. think it's something I should take to a professional? Well, I Thank would. You. If you're handy enough to get that plastic inner door panel off, and you probably are, it, it looks like an ominous job, but it's really not. There's usually three or four screws that are hidden uh, somewhere, but you could find that on the internet where they are, and then it just pops off. And if you're handy enough to get in there and get at the motor itself, the uh, the window motor has only two wires going to it. It's power and ground. The power and ground reverse uh, polarity, whether the window's going up or down. So if you can get at that connector, you can just run power and ground to that motor and see if the motor is still capable of running. If it is, you'll at least get your window up. <laughs> and, yeah. And maybe you'll be, for the season, you'll be satisfied to uh, to just do that. But, uh, you know, it, it, the, the reason I say take the panel off is because that's a good test. If the motor is capable of running and not getting power or ground, then you have a wiring or a switch problem, uh, some or, or sometimes uh, with that many a car with that many door slams, yeah. the uh, wires in the between the body of the car and the door get broken. 
and uh, it's kind of so, brittle and brittle. Yeah. So that might be what's wrong too. But but at any rate, I would op- I would get in there and see if I can run the motor up or the window up if I can. Uh, then I know that the problem is back somewhere else, and and you can investigate that a little All further. Right. Well, good luck hunting, Jeff. At that at that vintage, there's a good chance yeah. it's wires broken in the door. Probably. Yep. I love those high mileage calls. We I get. do yeah. too. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, let's not forget the textures. Let's get to it. Um, an F one fifty leaking antifreeze from the back of the engine. No antifreeze in the oil. Not coming out of exhaust and runs fine. Is it fixable or shot? Oh, it's definitely fixable. Is it? Oh, oh absolutely. Good. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, it's coming from somewhere. Right. That that needs to be identified. There's a whole bunch of gaps back there. It could be uh, a whole bunch of things that are on the backside. There are a hose or a, or a gasket of some sort, an intake gasket or something like that. But uh, no, it can definitely be fixed. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Good. Good news. Texter says uh, Grand Cherokee uh, two thousand. Lights go out when driving. I have replaced combination switch. It still occurs. Yeah, that's a little bit frustrating because uh, when it's at my shop, I want I need it to act up for me to be able to diagnose it properly. But if it was at my shop, what I would do is get out the wiring harness. You've already replaced the switch, which is that was a good that was a good opportunity or a good possibility that that's what it was. Uh, but beyond that, there's all sorts of connectors. Um, the headlights draw a lot of amperage. So uh, if you have a loose connection, the chances of that connection getting hot are high because of the amount of amperage that is, that's uh-huh. trying to run through it. And so if, the, uh, if there is a connection that's loose and it's gotten hot, then uh, that's what's causing your trouble. And, uh, again, I would get the wiring diagram out, see where the connections are, uh, check into that, and there's probably not a fuse. Uh, there might be a relay. There might be a headlight relay that uh, mm. that comes on on that vehicle. Uh, but, again, the uh, the wiring diagram would tell me all of that, and it's not a complicated wiring diagram to look at if it's something you want to do yourself. Uh, you like those electrical problems. I do. I'm, yeah, you like I'm, to... I'm pretty good at that. But, yeah, that's uh, just from years of struggling. <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> I've learned to read. Yeah. All right. So check out the diagram. Yeah, check out the diagram, and it'll tell you the story. Texter says my son has a 10 year old GM SUV six cylinder that has an issue. It starts and runs great 99 percent of the time, but after stopping, uh, turning the engine off, filling with gas, putting the gas cap back on, it starts hard, runs rough. For a minute or so, what do you think is malfunctioning? The fuel pump, gas cap, some sort of fuel pressure control or yeah. what? That's, those are all, all good options. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, uh, my question would be, is the check engine light on? And it probably is because uh, I would bet that the evaporative system is not working properly. The evaporative system is the system that, that pressurizes your fuel system, the tank and all the lines, to test it to be sure that it doesn't have a leak so that uh, gas vapors aren't leaking out into the environment. And one of those things is is a valve uh, to to shut off, a vapor valve to shut off for the, uh, for the fuel tank. And if that valve's not working correctly, when you're putting gas in, you're actually forcing uh, fuel and vapors through a vacuum line up to your intake manifold. Oh. And when you go to start the car, it's actually flooded. Interesting. And so I think that's probably what's happening. 
Uh, one test, the way to t- quickly test that would be next time you fill the car with gas and you know that it's going to act up, hold your hold the gas pedal about halfway to the floor and see if it's better. I'm mm. sure it will be. And uh, if that's the case, you've just confirmed that the vehicle indeed was flooded and uh, and you need to have the... You need to have your check engine light checked out because that will fix the evaporative system and it will fix the hard starting problem. Texter says, recently had a fender bender on the left side. This is kind of related. On the left side, now the check gas cap light has come on and won't go off after I check it. Yeah, it's it's not same thing. It's not the gas cap. That's that's one of the possibilities, but there's a hundred (laughs) others. So you check the gas cap. You did what it told you to. That's correct. But... What really happened is in your fender bender, uh, one of those little plastic uh, um, vapor lines got cracked or moved or something, so it's created a leak in your in your gas tank system, and that's why the check engine light's on. All right, let's see if we can't grab another text or two. We have a 2005 Ford Lariat Super Crew Cab. Dashboard dies, then comes back on. What we do, we... Uh, what do we do? It says we took it apart, cleaned all connections. Happens periodically. Yeah, you know that the it could be that could be the the dash assembly itself. I think you did the right thing by by cleaning those connections. The other place that it could be is is on the dash. There's a dimmer switch somewhere for the uh, instrument or for the dash lights, and I've seen it quite frequently where the connector on the back of that dimmer switch has gone bad. So uh, mm. as long as you know how to get the instrument panel out, you should easily be able to get that dimmer switch out and check that connector also. One more text, then we got to run. Do you have to take a 2014 Ford Fusion to a dealer to check the transmission fluid level? There is no dipstick on this car. (laughs) You don't need to take it to a dealer, but you do need to take it to a shop that has a hoist to put it up on. There's a procedure that we do. Uh, We have to bring the the, uh, transmission to a certain temperature, and then there's a plug that you remove and when you remove that plug, uh, fluid is supposed to drip out. And if it does not, then the fluid is low. It is low. Uh, if it's over full, you need to let that fluid run out until it's done dripping. And then uh, then you know that the fluid exa- is exactly at the right level. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but you need a hoist to do that. Do you that. can't crawl underneath and do that. Dan, we hope you come back next week. I will. I mean, I'm safely home and I'm not leaving now. for a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what's the number of Lloyd's for today? 651 228-1316. Excellent. And uh, we've just picked up a couple other text messages. I'll save those, and we'll open up the show with those next week. How's that? That sounds great. All right. Thanks, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.